You're listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast. That's AKA Murph. And that's AP. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all over the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Andrea, I... I am so amazed at the volume of people that have been tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. How about you? I know. It's truly incredible. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Thank you for tuning in all the time. Obviously, a lot of you are pretty excited about that century day that we're going to have on Red Ride this year. Yes. Um, So stay tuned for more on that. I'm just so excited that you're as excited as we are to ride it. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, hopefully if you're a listener of podcasts and you have a couple friends that maybe don't even know what podcasts are, tell them to tune in. You know, podcasts are one of the things in life that are literally free. And as long as you're in a safe place, whether it's on your bike trainer or driving in the car, you can listen to podcasts and maybe learn a thing or two. Yeah, especially if you have that friend who is new to cycling and not quite sure you know, uh, what it takes to do Ragbrite? Well, guess what? We got some info for you. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. And you, were you going to share, at least you started to tease me about sharing some insights on what you've been seeing as far as listens. Yeah. Well, like we said, we've had a lot of new listeners, a lot of listeners period on our most recent episodes. And obviously that's so awesome. So I wanted to give a shout out to the listeners who are in a couple of our top cities who like to listen to us. Uh, So Marshalltown, you guys are rock. (laughs) (laughs) Marshalltown. They're our top town for listeners. And then closely after them is Storm Lake. Oh, yeah. So love Storm Lake. And then third is Omaha. Oh, very good. Our top non-Iowa town. So uh, always love going to see Omaha slash Council Bluffs. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, truly with this podcast, I mean, we have people listening from all over the world, which is pretty darn cool to think about. I know, I know. It's uh, just like, fun to be connected with people uh, outside of Rag. Like on Ragbright, you see people from all over the world, and that's sort of a normal thing, but not yeah. in my day-to-day life. Yeah, you yeah. Know? <laughs> it's pretty freaking awesome. Yeah. So Well, and um, the messages are really starting to come in, whether it's on social media or via email or using our hotline, but people are starting to ask the questions you know, especially newbie type questions. Like uh, we, we got an email about, um, you know, how to deal with wearing shorts every day, you know, padded shorts when you're all sweaty. And somebody asked about nutrition. But the most asked question, I know that you know what the answer is, but how are they going to ride their bikes 100 miles in one day? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, we're going to answer that over the next couple of weeks. I mean, and the answer is, just to be short, you can do it. Yes. Yes. So uh, we just want to encourage you and hopefully provide you with the tools that will allow you to make that 100 miles. Right. Um, and shall we let them in on a little secret? Let's do it. Next, Next week. week oh, you, you tell them. <laughs> uh, well, we're pretty excited about this secret. Next week, we're going to have our very own cycle coach, Ertl, David Ertl, to be on to talk about bike training. And if you don't know, Coach Ertl is the one who develops the uh, blogs for Ragbri, the training blogs, where he talks about exactly, like talking turkey, exactly what you need to do to mm. get ready for Ragbri. So 
if you follow his plan, you will be more than ready to complete that century. Yes. And I do know that in his plan for the 2022 RAGBRAI, he is incorporating a little bit more training on long distance. The blog post is about to come out on ragbrai.com. Uh, actually, tomorrow. Okay. If you're listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out on a Thursday, it'll be coming out on the following Friday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have our podcast with Cycle Coach Ertel the next week where he'll do a deeper dive and talk just a little bit more um, about the details on what, when, where, how, mm-hmm. maybe not why, you know why. Right. <laughs> we all know why. <laughs> but, That's right. Yeah. So, and I yeah, will, so pretty excited. And I will tell you just some personal advice. Um, most of figuring out how to ride a hundred mile bike ride is a mental game, especially mm. if you're following Coach Ertel and following some sort of training plan and really getting the miles in before Ragbri. You wake up that morning, you know you have to do, or you get to do 105 miles or whatever that day will end up being. You've got to start the day saying, I'm going to do it. I can do it. You only have to go little teeny segments at a time, you know, 10 miles to the next town, 15 miles to the next town, you know, whatever the day may bring you. And I think for the most part, people will, at the end of the day, they might be a little bit tired, but they're going to say, guess what? I did it. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just like any long biking day that you have. And, you know, just go out there and enjoy it Mm -hmm. and enjoy the, you get more time out there of, doing what you love doing, which is cycling. And seeing Iowa. That's right. So for me, one of the things that I do when I ride a century, which admittedly has been a while, but (laughs) you know what? (laughs) We're going to get back on that. Uh, I'm doing the training plan, so it's all going to be good. But anyway, what I do when I do a century is really pay attention to my surroundings and try to enjoy the towns that I'm riding through or the beautiful scenery that I'm cycling Mm -hmm. past. Mm -hmm. really helps keep my brain active instead of just sort of zoning out on the ground. Yeah. And it keeps so, you from the negative self-talk. If you're look, right. if that's you're looking right. around at the cool things, then you're not listening to your brain saying, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but speaking, <Stupid> brain. <laughs> speaking of looking around and seeing all of Iowa, we wanted to take today to really dig into each of the eight overnight towns that are on the Ragbury route. So should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So day zero, Sergeant Bluff, our starting point. Um, it's diff- a little bit different than our towns, starting towns in the last couple of years in that it is really close to the Missouri River. Mm. So there will be a tire dip this year in the actual river. Um, I actually believe it's going to be like a five-mile bike ride where they people will all ride from Sergeant Bluff out to the river and back. Mm-hmm. Um, more details to come on that, but you actually get to dip, so it seems like a very um ceremonial yeah, thing yeah. very official yeah. ride this year yeah so and i heard that um if if that ride actually exists and i know that they're still making the plans for it then we literally are biking eight days you know kind of like the theme of rag bride this exactly. year exactly exactly yes yes and so of cool. course you know you don't have to ride on day zero because the expo's going on and you may spend your entire day looking at all the vendors and seeing all the things that the expo has absolutely and maybe you'll be at the expo talking to me in morphology yeah you, never know. you know there's all <laughs> sorts of things that are going on there <laughs> uh but yeah, so Sergeant Bluff, uh, they're located just south of Sioux City on the edge of the Lust Hills. If you are a seasoned rag rider, 
those words, West Hills, will mm. maybe not strike fear in your heart, but they <laughs> give you a signal there's going to be hills. Yes, that area is beautiful, but it is it, there's definitely some elevation in that area. Yeah, it, and it speaks to what we were saying about pay attention to the beauty of the nature. It's drop dead gorgeous. Yes, <laughs> you might your legs may be suffering, but it will be beautiful. Yes, definitely. And Sergeant Bluff is a fairly small community. It's um, not quite six thousand people. So, yeah. like it's it always blows my mind, Andrea, to think about. Here's a town of 5,500 people, and they are going to welcome, you know, if you think about riders plus their support friends, we're thinking like 20,000 people that are just going to invade this town. And the people of Sergeant Bluff are saying, yes, bring it on. Yeah, yeah. And they know what they're in for. They've hosted in 2006 most recently. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be ready for us, and they're so pumped to have us. Awesome. Okay, yeah. so you get to Sergeant Bluff, you put up your tent, you run to the expo, you get to uh, hopefully run into AP and Murph, uh, maybe you eat something, watch the band, buy whatever you forgot, go back yeah, to your I tent. Yeah, definitely got to check out the Ragbri Outlet tent. Oh, yes. Uh, it's one of my favorite days on the ride, which is, you know, it's before the ride even starts technically, mm-hmm. but we have a big old outlet tent. It's literally the largest circus-style tent you'll have ever seen. Yes. And it has all discounted items. So like Murph said, if you forgot your bike shorts or if you spilled beer on your jersey, just go ahead and get a new one at the outlet tent. We got something for everybody at a really good price. Um, I know it sounds kind of like saleswoman to me to say it like that, but like (laughs) it's pretty good deals. And it's just kind of a fun way to like kick off the ride. I agree. Yes. Okay. So so we leave Sergeant Bluff on our first morning and we are, you know, at this point while we're recording this, uh, Matt is out scouting out, you know, all the pass through towns and Ragbri will be announcing that in March. So we're basically just going to talk about the overnight towns today. But yeah, um, first day, the end of day one, you will end up in Ida Grove, Iowa. Ida Grove, Iowa, and that first day, we do know it will be contained somewhere along the route, the Mile of Silence, Mm -hmm. which is where we remember cyclists that were killed while riding, which unfortunately is the thing that still happens to us. And, you know, it's just a nice way to remember some of our, I don't know how to say it, but maybe like fallen comrades, (laughs) you know, people that have been doing what we love and died doing what they love. So um, always a really, um, I don't know, poignant moment on the ride mm-hmm. to start things off. Yeah, and it's uh, marked on, it will be marked on our little route maps, but uh, typically it's also marked on the route. So it may say, mm-hmm. you know, coming up mile of silence. So, um, and it's, it really kind of gives you the goosebumps because everyone turns their music off. They stop talking to each other. And for that mile, um, hopefully it'll happen again this year, but there are signs along the route that say, you know, give you information about Mile of Silence, maybe people that have lost their lives on their bicycles. It's it's an important mile. Yeah, really meaningful. So we think about the important stuff to start the ride. And then as we go, we'll hit Ida Grove and it will not be so serious. <laughs> uh, they also last hosted in 2006. So this is their fourth time hosting as an overnight town. So they have a population of just 2,000 people. But wow. they, again, they know what they're in for. Right. And they're going to be ready for us. Right. They're pretty cool because they're known as Castletown USA. Mm-hmm. I, I went, thought I'd throw that. I went to college with a girl that is from Ida Grove. And I don't know if she bikes. So I, I'll say hi, Tanya. I don't know if she's really on. But 
Uh, so we got to go to Ida Grove a couple times a year when I was in college, and it truly is Castletown. Like, it, if you can imagine, the architecture of many of the buildings literally are shaped like castles. That is so cool. I'm such a huge like fantasy medieval nerd. I cannot wait. <laughs> I will. I don't think I'm going to dress up, but I will be getting so many pictures. <laughs> yeah, the pictures will be great. You know, Ragbri should have that like a medieval day, but I guess it'd be hard to dress like that and then ride your bike in July. <laughs> Imagine like a knight in full armor. <laughs> creak, 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 trying to bike. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, that's a tip for you listeners out there that like to wear costumes. That should be your yeah. day. That's right. I hope I see a knight, a princess, and a dragon at the minimum. Oh, man. I'm excited for that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So then we move on. The next day, we ride to Pocahontas. I know. Right now, without having been to all these communities, Pocahontas is my favorite because they were so jazzed at the route announcement party. And then when we met up with them at the bike expo, the mayor is so excited. They're so excited, and they were all wearing their Ragbri t-shirts already, yeah. which are like a tie-dye. They're just so much fun. Yeah. And they're even smaller than Ida Grove. They're only about 1,500 people, which is pretty small. Wow. <laughs> Again, mind blown. So, and I think, you know, on a side note, this is me, somebody who rides my bike during Ragbri. Something to think about, too, when, you know, if you're standing in line for a long time or you can't find... A water or something like that. Just know this town of 1,500 people had to pull together a party for 20,000 people. Yeah, it's incredible. But that enthusiasm is going to take them all away, baby. Oh, for uh, sure. Think about, think about way back a couple years ago, we went to Leon, which is a similarly sized town. They had that same enthusiasm and we had such a good time. I believe they had a, a Dr. Seuss theme, mm. if that helps ring a bell. But anyway, they nailed it and Pocahontas is going to nail it. Um, the other thing about Pocahontas that we're not mentioning is that they do have a massive Pocahontas statue Ooh. and teepee Ooh. in their town. Photo ops. So, again, photo ops galore. <laughs> um, and they're in Princess Park. So maybe you can get double use out of that princess costume. <laughs> a a two-day outfit. <laughs> yeah. you. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> and uh, this day is also uh, People for Bikes Day which if you are into maps at all, they have an amazing app called the RideSpot app. And they, I believe, they will have all of the Ragbury route on RideSpot. They sure will. And we're working with them to take it a little further and have more maps, hopefully, of the overnight towns as well. But stay tuned on that. Oh, nice. That's just a little teaser for you. But we're going to kind of, we're going to try to enhance the maps so they're even more valuable for you. But right now what we have is a daily map of the Ragbri route that you can download to your GPS or your Garmin or just use the app, mm-hmm. the RideSpot app. And um, it's really, really handy to have. So thank you people for bikes. Definitely. Um, so- and that app called RideSpot, R-I-D-E-S-P-O-T, is free. So put it on your phone. Yes. So why not? Especially if you're some, like Murph said, if you're somebody who really likes to have the exact mileage, the exact turn by turn there in your pocket, mm-hmm. I recommend well, and, so, you know, you got to be able to brag about those miles that you did. So put it on right spot. That's true. Yeah. If it's not on Strava, <laughs> did you really do it? <laughs> if it's not on right spot, you really, you didn't really do it. <laughs> okay. Next up is the town of Emmitsburg. This is also Emmitsburg. a super fun town. And a little known fact, my grandfather's name was Emmett. 
So I don't really know how that will correlate, but I will be thinking of my grandfather when I hit Emmitsburg. Oh, I love that. Yes. Um, Emmitsburg, if you don't know, obviously is a extremely Irish town. And so you'll be seeing some of that in their celebrations, I believe. Emmitsburg is actually dubbed Iowa's Irish capital, and it's the official sister to Dublin, Ireland. So this is actually a community for my people, the Irish people. That's right. The Murphys will be welcome there. I mean, everyone will be welcome there. Yes, yes. um, Yeah, they have a three-day festival every year around St. Patrick's Day, obviously, but including a pageant parade, musical performances, and various Irish-themed entertainments, which... I hope they'll transfer over to Ragbury. Yes, I will be very excited about that. And then Emmitsburg last hosted in 2014. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. I remember them from the pre-ride and it was so much fun going to Emmitsburg. Um, You know, I just, they, beyond having all the Irish theme stuff, they also have the Wild Rose Casino there. Oh, so, you know, I know, I remember we had a good time having dinner there and not gambling, but like, you know, just enjoying a nice dinner and drinks out at the Wild Rose. Awesome. Um, yeah. And just a big welcome there. Yeah. And then on on this day, it's going to be Ragbri Jersey Day. So if you ended up ordering a jersey when you registered or you bought one at the expo, or I guess we should give a shout out. You guys have merchandise trailers all over the route every single day. So you can get a Ragbri yep. jersey whenever you want. Yeah, you should be ready for this day and you know if you don't have the 2022 jersey any other rag ride jersey is also acceptable for yes. this day <laughs> yes definitely so you can wear your favorite yes um and the other thing i should say about this day is that it's our second ever full gravel day Ooh. okay so um we don't have to get too far into this but do i have to do gravel on this day no you do not it will be a parallel route however if you pick gravel usually you're going to be committed to doing that gravel for the full day. There may Mm. be a dip down at the meeting town where you can go back to the regular route if you want. Now that was how it was last year. I don't know Mm -hmm. the exact route this year, Mm -hmm. but you're kind of committed once you go. However, I think it will be a good time. Well, and Um, if you're into, you know, memorabilia, if you complete the gravel route, you do get a gravel patch. Yeah. And it's not like it's not going to be supported. We'll have aid stations all along the Mm -hmm. way. There will be a SAG support. There'll be mechanical mechanical support, of course, for registered riders only. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're riding ride, you're probably going to be registered, right? right. <laughs> so it shouldn't matter. And you don't have to buy an additional special wristband to do this. Anyone who's registered for a day pass or for a regular rag ride week long wristband, you're cool to go on this. Mm-hmm. So, so just to be clear... When I wake up this morning, I can choose to do the normal route on pavement, or I can choose to get a little crazy and do a gravel day. Exactly. And they may start out the same route, Mm -hmm. but then there's going to be a lot of clear signage. So just keep your head up, keep your eyes open, and you'll see exactly where to go. Awesome. Um, And of course, that'll also be on the Ride Spot app if you would rather keep your head down and looking at your computer. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be there too. Uh, So this is uh, the gravel this is our second ever gravel day, mm-hmm. but we started the gravel loop in 2015, which would usually be just a 12 to 20 mile loop um, riding gravel. Mm-hmm. But we just decided to expand it because people love gravel so yeah, much. Yeah, it's definitely kind of the bike riding 
the the popular style of bike riding right now. But you know, not yeah. everybody does it. So yeah. Okay. So the next day is the big day. The big day. We head on into Mason City. Yes, and this Mason City has the highest population of any town on the route this year, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Twenty-seven thousand people, wow. almost. Wow, that's a lot of people. Yeah, um, they were last hosted in twenty fourteen, hmm. and if you remember the Brett Michaels concert where he kept going Mason City, Iowa, <laughs> <laughs> and mispronouncing Ragbri, like it, it was memorable to me. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so love Mason City. We also had a really good uh, draft event there some years ago mm-hmm. for people for bikes, where we had people come and talk about cycling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the community is very pro biking, and uh, if you're into wearing different themes, this is College Jersey Day. So if you Ooh. have an alma mater that has a jersey, um, I'll just say go Panthers. <laughs> no, go Hawkeyes. <laughs> Actually, I'm also a Butler girl, so like, gotta know that. Yeah, I don't have a Butler jersey, but you know, if I did, I'd wear one. But anyway, <laughs> uh, go Bulldogs. So, in summary, uh, Mason City—they have also a historic Frank Lloyd Wright hotel. It's—I think that, it's the only one left in the world. Yeah. So, and we have stayed there in that hotel. It's a gorgeous hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get the chance, I would definitely poke your head in. If you're not able to stay there i mean check it out it is just you can see why frank lloyd wright's so popular it's a beautiful hotel i think didn't you and i stay there on my birthday one year we did after after the the draft draft. yeah yep it's a beautiful hotel you know the thing that i remember i don't know if this is real or not but it smelled like pine needles there maybe it just evoked the scent of pine needles i don't remember if it actually did smell like that but do you think it's the ghost of frank lloyd wright oh oh (laughs) I mean, definitely. (laughs) So, yeah. And then the other thing that I should say about Mason City, it is the home to Meredith Wilson, who is the the... composer of The Music Man. Yes. So as a high school and college trombonist, it is very near and dear to my heart because of the song 76 Trombones. Oh, yeah. So love The Music Man, love Mason City for that. Um, And his boyhood home is there in Mason City where you could visit. Oh, cool. There's just so much to see along the route this year. I mean, there is every year, but there's so Mm -hmm. many things. Like, I want to make a little note in my phone, like, I need to stop here. I need to check this out. There's just a lot of cool things. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of, I won't say hidden gems because they're not really hidden. A Mm -hmm. lot of gems along the route. Yeah. Okay, speaking of gems, the next day we will be in Charles City. And this was one of the most fun days that I had when we did the pre-ride. And it's because... They have Iowa's first white water course, and it's literally right in the middle of town. You can jump yeah. on, uh, I don't know if it's a surf or a, a stand-up paddleboard or a inner tube, and literally white water raft right in town. <laughs> yeah, it was just the coolest thing ever. Like after you're riding and you're super hot and grimy, yeah, just hop on that inner inner tube and go white water rafting. In their river, and it's not like a gross river. It's like a, a nice river, okay? <laughs> yeah, it is awesome, yeah. And yeah. this day is also in honor of Charlie Harper, which yes. anyone who's done RAGBRAI for many, many years will remember Charlie Harper. He passed away last year, and he was a very important part of RAGBRAI's past. Yeah, they Harper Cycling, his bike shop, has been on RAGBRAI every single year that RAGBRAI has 
existed. Nice. And his son Greg is still out there running the shop and, you know, um, he'll be on the ride this year. Mm -hmm. So the thing I remember about Charlie is that he had a passion for those big wheel bikes, those really old timey bikes. Yeah, the penny um, farthing. The penny farthing bikes. And um, he'd try to ride one on the pre-ride a day if he was able to. And he let me ride one one year and it was just a really cool experience. <laughs> so I think I have uh, video of that. <laughs> yeah. So just, you know, good memories with Charlie. And um, I'm glad we we're able to honor him with the day. Yeah, definitely. And Charles City is um, not as big as I thought. It's only a population of about 7,000 people. So um, it's just cool that they, you know, have Iowa's first whitewater course and was such a small town. So that'll be really fun. Yeah. And I wanted to mention also that uh, Charles City is the home to several of some really important um, women's rights leaders from way back in the day mm. when they were doing the suffragette movement and things like that. Both Carrie Lane, who is the founder of the League of Women Voters, mm. and uh, Elizabeth Cady Stanton, who was a big women's rights leader, both from Charles City, and they do have a museum there to commemorate that. So, you know, girl power, let's go Charles City. <laughs> I can't, it's kind of cool that it was so concentrated there. Yeah, that's cool. And another, you know, sight to see once you get into town. Just another thing to put on the list. Yep. That's right. Okay, the next day. West Union, and this is also Iowa State Patrol Appreciation Day, and we have to give a shout out to the Iowa State Patrol. They do so much for us every day in their uniforms, hot uniforms, standing out in the sun. Yeah, yeah. I uh, Last year, I saw one working on the route, and he was holding the water bottle. He didn't even have time to, he wasn't going to litter, but he didn't even have time to put the water bottle down. Mm. He's like, I got to help the bikers, and I'm like, oh, let me take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> but like these guys, they will work, I mean, 12, 14 hours in the sun, mm -hmm. helping us out. I mean, making sure that we don't get, you know, run over by a semi mm -hmm. while we're out there biking. It's so crucial that they're out there to help us. So it's awesome. We get to have an appreciation day for them as well. Yeah, yeah. And West Union, it's another small community with 2,300 people. And it's been a while since they've hosted, isn't it? Yeah, it. Well, they last hosted it in 2005, oh, which yeah. I would have been a civilian writer at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's kind of neat. Uh, you know, I guess I remember putting my tent there. <laughs> yeah, I I did Ragbri in 2005, but sometimes those communities all blend together when you're just, all you're doing all day is riding your bike. So our last day is, well, it's it won't be the best day because they're all the best day, but this is the that's day right. where you get to dip the other end of your bike into another river that borders Iowa. Yes, we head into Lansing to the Mississippi River. Uh, the mighty and Mississippi. The dip you should not miss because it's just such a meaningful moment to have ridden all the way across the state and have completed the journey. And the R Mississippi River in Lansing is particularly gorgeous. Mm -hmm. They have beautiful historic homes and they have a big bridge right next to town it's really huge and gorgeous and it's just scenic mm -hmm. i'd say mm -hmm. and even though lansing has a population of just 905 they will still be set up with entertainment with vendors so it's not like you know you can dip your tire and then maybe have a celebratory beer or lemonade or grab a sandwich before you decide what you do post ragbri 
Yeah. Oh, life post Ragbri. Ugh. But the <laughs> other thing I remember distinctly about Ragbri when we were there in 2017, the hills. Oh, we, boy. we can't talk about it and not talk about the hills. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're 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 big. They're steep. Uh, at this point in the week, you will be able to handle it. No problem at all. But you just got to know they're coming. Oh, yeah. But by this time, your body is conditioned to ride all day. You're much stronger. And Absolutely. you've survived a century ride. Yeah, exactly. You'll be perfectly conditioned to handle these hills. <laughs> um, and in fact, they are beautiful. You know, so again, just distract yourself by looking at the hills and um, the many bald eagles that call Lansing home. Oh, yes. 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 They're known for having, I guess, nesting bald eagles, which won't really be during ragbri time. Mm -hmm. But I believe they still hang out there during the summer because uh, it's far enough north that they kind of do that. Mm -hmm. But huge bald eagle fan over here. Oh, awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, where I live in Cedar Rapids, there are several spots along the Cedar River that you can photograph up to 30 or 40 eagles at a time right now. It's That's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, so there we have it, The all the overnight towns. And of course, you know, think about this, listeners. These towns just found out that they're hosting Ragbri, so they have so much planning to do. So if you're worried about, you know, where's the campground going to be or where do I park my car at the beginning or the end, of Ragbri, all of those things are still being determined. And we've got, you know, AP, you and I will be talking about the route for the next like five months. So we have <laughs> yeah. plenty of time to think about it. I think, you know, if I was at home doing my first Ragbri, like right now is really the time to start making the mental plan of how mm. you're going to train for Ragbri. And I think Coach Ertel will suggest, you know, starting your training in March. So you've got like a couple weeks to think about okay, I've got a full-time job, I've got the kids, I've got the dog, when am I going to find the time to train? Mm -hmm. You know, think about it right now, like, okay, I can squeeze in a workout here, a workout there, so that you can really be mentally prepared when it's time to start training. Yep, yep, I totally agree. Get your, your head set straight, maybe decide the plan, the training plan you're going to do, put it on the calendar. Yeah. And I just try to start moving. It doesn't have to be cycling training. Right. Just try to do a couple extra walks or maybe do a yoga or something like that just to get the blood flowing and early preparation. And cross training does a lot for your body. You know, like you said, whether you are, you know, taking the dog for a longer walk in the morning or like walking up the stairs instead of just sitting on the couch. Like there's all kinds of things that you can do if you're afraid to be outside riding your bike at this time of year. Yep. All right. Well, looking forward to talking more about these towns as we get closer to the ride. Me too. Well, listeners, that is it for this week. We both want to thank you for tuning in to listen to the Just Go Bike podcast. And if you'd like to contact us with a comment about the podcast, or maybe you have a topic in mind, you can reach us at justgobikepodcast at gmail.com, or you can also follow us on social media at justgobike on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, especially if you're a fan. And if you have any extra time, pop on over to the Morphology Podcast for more bike adventure interviews. All right, that's a wrap. We'll be back next week. Until then, just go bike!